Hey, this is Leon Poe, man. You listen to Causeway Street Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson. Y'all listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. For you new listeners out there, I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. I'm joined as usual by my two co-hosts. I'm Sean Dutra. What's up? So yeah, like, talk about walks yourself. on the beach. There you go. Joel Pavone. What up? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> the most romantic. He leads off with that. The most romantic sign in all the Zodiac. Oh. You couldn't tell by my voice already. Oh. Sexy. But I'm the producer of this ensemble that we call Causeway Street. In case you missed it. Hey, Bill Walton here, Celtics, 1986. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Yeah, come here for nothing but the truth. This is where dreams come true. Thank you, Boston, for my life. Where are we going? You guys are such homers. It's your boy, Terry Rozier. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now listen to my boys, Joe Sway, Joel, and Sean. What the fuck made it okay for anybody, especially... Like rappers to just get tattoos on their face. All right, don't worry, guys. We're back. We're back. Causeway Street Podcast. Where man. have you been? Josue Pavone, Sean Dutra, Joel Pavone. Don't worry, guys. We still have this podcast going. Would, uh, I know it's I been actually, a while. It's been a couple I, of weeks. I actually just figured that we had closed shop. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> I convinced myself we closed shop. Sean didn't even send a text out. He's just like, no, I thought we were done. I thought we don't do this anymore. I was like, oh, shit. Hey. So I was like, maybe we'll do a playoff show, but that's it. Dude just only texts to the group after uh, Marcus Smart, you know, opted out for the surgery. It was just, fuck. (laughs) And that was the last we heard of the the Cosmo Street Podcast. That was the last time we we heard from from Dutra. And so much has happened this last two weeks. I mean, obviously all the injuries have happened, but... Nonetheless, the Celtics are still on a five-game winning streak right now. How the heck are they doing this? We're going to try to break that down Mookie. in this episode of the Cosmic Street Podcast. We'll also uh, talk about Kyrie Irving and what his injury means to this team. Um, first round playoff series, in my book, in my opinion, um, is going to be played without him. I don't know, maybe the last couple of games in there. Maybe may see him, maybe not. But I don't know about you two. I'm not as concerned as some Celtics fans Maybe I mean I don't even consider who doesn't matter who they're nope. play, who they're playing. I mean nah, there's yeah, one team. Yeah, it does. There's one team in particular that the Celtics should be worried about, but I don't know if they're gonna if they'll get bumped down nah, to the I seventh mean, seed. We'll talk about that team oh, in a little bit. Okay. But first things first, let's talk about teaser. Let's talk about yeah. It's a teaser shot. We got. I've been waiting for four four and a half months episodes to get to this. We gotta get right into it. We gotta get right into it. All right, so. Four-game road trip out west, no Kyrie Irving, no Marcus Smart, no Daniel Tice. You had some games where you had no Marcus Morris, some games you had no Al Horford, yet they still swept the uh, the road trip, beat some really good teams, playoff teams. And, Joel, can you tell me how they did that? Explain to me how, how it was possible Nader. for this team to beat those guys. Man, Sean just said it, man. Your boy Abdul Nader. Nader. Abdul Nader. Uh, Guess want- who is the one consistent in all those four games? I'm going to say he was the 10th best player. I think there's other guys, too. If you, if you ask me. <laughs> if you ask me. I don't know, man. The Celtics are playing like they got nothing to lose, even though they do have everything to lose, so to speak. But no, well, with Jalen Brown coming back, he's been, I know it's only been two games, but he's, for lack of a better term, been balling. He's been... Consistent on both ends of the floor. You got Jason Tatum, who he found the shot back again. Mm. 
Um, and then you and then we can't say enough about the bench. Larkin, you have. I mean, I mean, Rosier has been starting. Rosier has been a beast, also. Right. right. Um, he's a starter now. He's a starter now. So, <laughs> I yeah. forget he doesn't come it's off. It's a completely the bench different anymore. bench now. He, completely he's, different bench. He's the he's Kadeem the leading, Allen's he's on the this leading bench scorer now. now. Yeah, he's yeah, the leading uh, scorer. Let's be honest. <laughs> Rosier is now he's, our number one offensive. He's, option. he's part of the big three now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. No longer a bench guy. Yeah. Well, that was the thing about Jalen Brown. I mean, when when he went down with the concussion, it was obviously it was obviously such a scary moment, but. Also, from the basketball side of things, you're thinking, how is he going to come back or how is he going to respond from the injury? Because right before that injury, right after the All-Star break, he was on a tear. And right now, it looks like he just picked, he, he's picked up exactly where he left off before the, uh, the concussion. He's like the water boy, dude. You hit him and he just gets right back up and he's even better than he was before. Yes, that's one way to put it, I guess. Nah, I mean, and he's probably concussed, <laughs> so he's probably... Like Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher. I, I don't. It. I don't think. I don't think Bobby Boucher got concussed. But I will say this. Well, he definitely did. If it, yeah, but he didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But it's the South, though. So it's uh, yeah. It's like it's like he didn't get concussed. What was uh, that chick's name? Vicky. Vicky Valancourt. Vicky Valancourt. Vicky Valancourt. Yeah. yeah, she was. <laughs> she was a weird looking chick, but she showed she me had some nice boobies. tits. Yep. She and did. I like them too. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, all right, so minus Jalen Brown turning into the water boy. My biggest takeaway is, J- is Jason Tatum. I don't know. So this is my oh, big man, thing. I thought you were going to say my man Moose. Okay, yo, Moose so on the loose. I, I, will, I will say a couple, a couple of things. I, I thought think the whole thing is a little overhyped. I thought Greg I Monroe was going to suck, and somehow he came here and everybody got injured. If anybody can, so, can, can turn the Moose into the old Moose, it's, it's Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens. And also, Mookie, my man Mookie, Mark, Marcus Morris, he can be a number one option, weirdly enough, mm. on yeah. any given night. Well, for this team, absolutely. I mean, if he, it's like the yeah. only the only person Brad lets take uh, bad shots is Marcus Morris. Oh, that is. Yeah, he gets a pass. He's the he's one. Like, he's like, he like you know what? You pass. can do that yeah. ISO fadeaway yeah. anytime you want. You know for why? some reason, everyone's else like, especially yo, run a, the offense when it's a game winner. Especially, yeah. yeah no, but you fine. know, you know why? He just doesn't give a fuck. Yes. He just lets it fly. Yeah, and I think Brad realizes, like, even if I tell him no, he's just going to do it. So I just, I might I as think, well just enjoy what he is, you know? I think uh, after the game winner against Oklahoma, they asked him, oh, yeah. did you have any hesitation? He was like, hesitation. That shit's not even in my vocab. This dude's been, this dude, <laughs> this dude's been, this dude's been doing this all year. I don't know if you guys have noticed. He's like he's like these but, dudes can't guard me, huh? Yeah, and any every every second quarter from like seven minutes to four minutes. It's fade away Marcus Morris time. He's gonna get at least three to four in the seven to four minute mark in the second quarter. So he's, he's just, just ba- arms, he's just uh, uh, oh up. yeah yeah. He's like all right, well this could happen every trip down the court until they bring Kyrie back in. That's it. See, in my opinion, it's him, it's Jalen Brown, and it's Jason Tatum. Those are the three most important players oh, heading into the playoff. Terry Rozier, okay. Terry Rozier is important. I think Terry's number one. I don't think he's number one. Really? I don't think he's number one, but I think he's one of well, the three. Well, okay. I mean, obviously Horford's in the mix there, but if we're talking about guys who you need consistent offense from, in my opinion, it's those three. Here's my thing about Terry Rozier, and I don't know. You Celtics fans are probably going to kill me for this, but listen, don't get used to seeing him dropping 20, close to 30 points every single night. I just don't think he's that kind of scorer yet. Is he going to be a guy who, who puts in 20 points in a, a one, two, three, maybe three games in one series? Possibly, no, nah, I don't know. That's but, a chance, no, but, but you guy. can't rely on him to to drop twenty every every yeah. every single game, especially in a playoff series where teams are going to build their defense into stopping him. Okay, but, but everyone's hip to his game now. Yeah, but he's the guy though. When Brad calls that timeout and that late in the fourth quarter, and you want a bucket, and you got no Irvin as an option, 
I mean, Jalen Brown for half the trip wasn't an option either. Well, yeah, absolutely. I you mean, I'm saying, but like, we, we saw that before the, the, the Marcus Morris. No, he's the only guy that can create his own shot. Before the Morris game-winning shot against against the Thunder, that doesn't happen if Terry Rozier doesn't hit that three before that. Yeah, that's true. But with Tatum, though, I'm talking more about not – Setting him up for an open shot by him just taking it to the hoop. Well, that's the Marcus thing. Marcus Morris yeah. doesn't do that. Well, that's Morris, well, yeah, that's he the thing. Shoots it. He can put the ball on the floor, and he can also an yeah. ISO play. He can knock down that shot. He's been showing that throughout this entire stretch that that four game road trip. So in the in the Kyrie Irving list Celtics, I think Terry Rozier is the most important player. There's and Marcus Smart list Celtics, right? You have right. the the. This offense runs through the point guard. It's just what it is. What it's always going to be. It's how Brad set it up. Yeah, but when you need offense, consistent offense, it's, I don't think Rozier. that's a guy. If you're relying on Terry Rozier to to drop twenty every every night, then that's just, that's not going to happen. Well, so I it's think not. I think this is where where I'm getting at too. He's, he's not that polished. Yet. It's not quite there. He's made strides. I give right. him that. But he's just not gonna. You're not gonna see him make that much of a leap in a playoff series to see him averaging close to twenty points a night. Well, I, mean, I, I don't think you need. Sorry to cut you off, but I don't think you need. Tatum or Rosier to average 20 points. I think you just need them to hit a clutch shot here and there, which they've done. Look, look I'm not saying that guys like Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, they, oh, they have to average 20 in order for this team to be successful in the first round of the playoffs. What I'm saying is you're more, it's more likely that the, one of those guys are going to be able to put up those kind of points consistently. Because what's been most impressive about what Jalen Brown's been doing is not the fact that he's been putting up uh, big scoring games, you know, flirting with the 20 point line. Pretty much every single night, but what's most what's been most impressive is how efficient he's been. And you can say the same thing about Jason Tatum. Specifically, you can say more about Jason Tatum. I mean, the guy's shooting what like forty six percent throughout the month. It's been the it's been his best month of the of the season, since, since. and he's he's the first rookie since Ron Mercer to put up a thousand points in his rookie campaign. I mean, like as this, a Celtic, as a Celtic, right? Well, yeah, not the first Celtic rookie. Like I feel like he's he's in a a, a focus. He's in a stride. That is going to translate into the first round of the playoffs, and Jalen Brown is feeling the same exact way. Those two, and then you got Marcus Morris because of know. what he's able to do on both ends. Those three are the most important players in this team. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on limb here and say that I'm not too confident about this team if Kyrie Irving can't play in the first round. In general, or because of in who the they're first gonna round. face? No, I just I just I just don't know. Like that'd be in general. Yeah, it, I, yeah, like it general. doesn't matter who they play. If whether it's Milwaukee, whether it's uh, Miami, or who else is a possibility? The, the Wizards. Wizards if they keep that's falling. the one yeah, team. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah, that's no. the one team I think the Suns will be. They, I mean, they, they may be in trouble if they face the Wizards in the first round. Brad, and we've seen this, Brad can coach a team up and, you know, go up against superior competition and push them to seven. But, like, I don't know, man. If Kyrie's not playing, like, you're now asking Tatum and Brown. And, and I mean, well, on the defensive side, then you're asking Rozier to 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 be a part of covering yeah. the best backcourt in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, I just I just think like any team that the Celtics will play in the first round, that that that's a struggle. If even if you don't have, if even if if you don't have Kyrie Irving, then that is a struggle. Even if it's Miami, even if it's Milwaukee, like I think you're now going to have to expect Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to be. People that guys that they're not yet. They're not. They're not there to be consistent. And we, that was the biggest question mark coming in the season. But they proved right? everybody wrong, right? Right. No. And Especially and, and, and they have month. been. They have been good. Like they have been very good. Like Tatum is good for you know anywhere from eight to eighteen points a night, and Brown the same place. But like you don't. They don't. 
they haven't shown the ability to take over the game yet that uh, that I've seen. Which, if you're in the playoffs, I'm sorry, you need a guy that can do that. That's why Kyrie's so important in this team. And if, when it comes to the first round, uh, I think other than the Wizards, I'm I'm not really concerned. No, about I, the first I, round. I, see, I mean, I'm concerned about the Bucks one thousand percent. Nah, I'm not really. I mean, I if you had Kyrie, I wouldn't be worried about it because you would you would make. Onto the Kumpos, numbers, whatever. The Bucks are the Bucks. A, They've had a disappointing season to me. Yes, they well they have because they're not a, they're not as good as we thought they were. They're right? not they're not aggressive. Yeah, you're gonna get, you know, twenty seven and ten from from Giannis, but Which is, what about what about everybody else though? I know, but if you're getting twenty seven and ten from somebody consistently. Yeah, but but this is the playoffs though. And that's a, that's what I'm saying. If you get somebody that's going up twenty seven and ten in the playoffs. Like you got you have Bledsoe. I don't think he's ever been in the playoffs. You have Jabari Parker coming back from an injury. They don't have uh Sure. Who was, the, who was their sharpshooter? Their only shooter that's out. But I mean if you if you do Middleton. think about it too, oh, real playoff experience yeah. on this Celtics team. No, Sal Horford. You're right. Right? You're Everybody right. else but, is basically but, new. But you also have Brad Stevens though. Right, but but I'm saying I'm gonna roll no. the dice on Brad Stevens. But I'm I'm gonna over. say last year, last year against the who did the Celtics play in the first round last year? The Bulls. The Bulls, right? We felt good about that squad because that was year two of Stevens, Thomas, Crowder, Bradley. Yeah, but this team the is whole better. squad. I think it's fair to say we know this team is better than they were last yeah, year. Yeah, but we're this talking team about is better a with Kyrie. Kyrie. I understand team. that, but and you're just, talking about Marcus Smart not having your best defender in the back. All I'm yes. talking about is the first round. That's all I'm talking. about. I'm talking about the same first round. I'm I don't feel comfortable saying that the Celtics will win. I, I I wouldn't put. I wouldn't bet. I wouldn't do anything but on that think, game. Think, I don't think the Celtics would win a first round series. I couldn't say definitively. Okay, so without but, Kyrie Irving, all right, but don't you the think, Celtics? We'll be in we'll be in trouble in the first round. Okay, so but don't you think if the Celtics were to go down like O two, for example, I'd freak the fuck out. All right, yeah, obviously, but I'm talking about like Kyrie coming back. You think he'd come back? You think he'd rush back? With no I, guarantee that, of a long term deal. But at that point, at that point, that's the fourth week, though. No, he's, he's he's not. He's supposed to be out three to six weeks. Listen, bro, if the Celtics go down zero to two, Kyrie's just gonna be like, well, me and Gordon will be together next year, contract year. Why would he come back? That is dumb. He won't he come back. To, he wanted to come back before getting the second He's opinion. He's not going to rush back. He's not going to rush back. My, I, you, my, my you're underestimating Kyrie Irving. Either of you concerned about how he's going to respond to the, what are they calling it? Minimally invasive procedure that he went through. Do you guys, either one of you, are afraid that you may see a setback in no, Kyrie's I game? No, don't, I, don't, I don't. Well, they already said that his, his kneecap is completely healed from 2015. Yeah, my guess which, is which no one knew if it was healed or not. Well, they want to take out the the wire. Yeah, out. the tension wire. The tension wire. Yeah. yeah. So he's. So got, you don't you don't think it's going to affect his play? No, my guess is it's probably just something that's now the body is like, yo, what the hell is this thing in yeah, my knee? Exactly. And he's just like, ah, it doesn't feel right. And he's been playing and through he's it. Probably he's probably a little paranoid because he's had knee injuries in the past. So As he should be. Yeah. Take that shit out. Like let it go, and it could probably come back and be feel pretty good. But uh, yeah, I think I think even with a even with a fifty percent Kyrie. You're gonna win a first round series. All right. So but then, I don't think I don't think Kyrie will rush back for the first round because I think it's a it's for for the Celtics. What's the what's the goal? What's the end goal? This year or just overall? This year. At least to, to make it to finals. the make it to the finals, right? That's, at least I think that's I, the goal. I, I yeah. think I think if Kyrie if Kyrie really looks at it and he's like, you know what? If my goal is to make it to the finals, then I should be able to rest up. Like I need, I need the rest, 
I'm going to do it, and I'm going to come back in the second round. Because, by the way, I'm not 100% convinced Kyrie will come back for the second round, but I, it, it depends on where the Cavs finish. If the Cavs finish in the four spot, then I don't even think we'd see Kyrie rush back for the second round. I think you'll if see it, if it. If it, if it's maybe against he missed the, Pacers, the first couple of games, but I think you see If it's him. against the Pacers or against the Wizards, I think you 1,000% see him if it's against the Cavs, but... Mm, I think someone's going to need him against the Wizards. I think, I think again, I think you're under, underestimating Kyrie Irving as a competitor because he wants to be out there. He's not going to be like, okay, guys, mm. uh, if we win one more game, then... Maybe I'll come back. No, he's if he has a chance to play in the first round at all, he's gonna play. Hmm. And I think the way the Celtics have been, pl- I've been playing now, I mean, I don't know how severe uh, Marcus Morris's injury is. He's day to day. It's not severe. Well, I know it, but same thing was said about Kyrie. Stevens before the second opinion was like, "Oh, he's day to day." Now he's out three to six weeks. Yeah, but I, I, you, you know, with Kyrie, any knee injury, you're like, mm, you know. I'm hoping for the best here, but 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 the whole time that he's been out has been soreness, right? And then this, but procedure, then sore, soreness happened for a while, and you were like, this, yeah, you know, Kyrie's been out for two weeks. What the what yeah, the exactly. Going on with but Kyrie? you know, the Celtics were winning, so it's like, oh, all right, you know, let him rest up. So I'm gonna ask this question: Are the Celtics better without Kyrie Irving? No, really, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's always no. Whenever that question comes up, it's always no. Even if you're talking about the Washington I'm Wizards. Just, uh, just I mean, obviously, they've been surviving. Even with the Wizards. You, better than most. Even with the Wizards not having Wall, no, you're not better. I don't. When Isaiah wasn't about, out there and they went on that little stretch of games and everyone was like, oh, is this team better? No. No. The answer is no. Yeah. When Ray John Rondo went out in 2013, uh, oh, can these guys play better? No. When LeBron no. sits out for one game and they win, oh, is this team better than LeBron? They're like, no, it's always no. The fuck no. The no. Question, no. It's oh. never a yes. And if the, if it's a yes, someone give me an example of a of yes. Unless it's like the sixth or seventh option, maybe. But when if it's when it's the, one of the best players on your team, the team is always better with yeah. that guy. I'm gonna say Patrick Ewing was the last one. No, that team was not better. They went to the finals. <sighs> yeah, but that was just Don't you think if he was there they would have won? They would have won a game. They would have won. They would have won one. Still made it to the finals. <laughs> put, put, put it this everyone, way. Everyone looks at that and be like, you can get better by losing your best player. It's like, it's no, like you, just need, you just need uh, uh, Charles Spruill to, to go off and yeah. Larry Johnson and put the team on his back. Larry Johnson, four-point four play. Point play, baby. Yeah. Allen Houston's averaging 22 points a night. You're like, what the fuck? Shout out to people our age. You know what we're talking about. I'm, I'm doing the LJ thing right now. Oh, man. Good times. Poor New Yorkers, man. Yo. It was it was literally all downhill from that point. All I'm, all I'm gonna <laughs> they say never is, got back up to the mountain. All I'm gonna say is Still. that was that was that was really like like really downhill though. Like post post Jordan, pre like O two Celtics, right? Yeah, right. That Knicks Heat rivalry was some of the best basketball like huh. just of Mark all that. time. Oh, that was before the, the Nets. Knicks, too. The Knicks, that was Knicks, before the Nets got their team together, right? Knicks yeah. and Pacers. Well, but Knicks and Pacers, but oh, Knicks, he, Knicks Heat tops it, man. The second, uh, no, the second, uh PJ Brown flipped over Charlie Ward on that uh, box out, dude. Yeah, that yeah. just started everything. No, no, no. Allen Houston with the game winner, yeah. game five. Yeah, and then it was it's which like kids yeah. back then. That was game seven. Yeah, yeah, first round. That that was that was some of the best post Jordan basketball that I used to get up for on Sports Center. And Sports Center one, I'd be like. Nick's heat. What the fuck happened last night? My mom's like, you just fucking swear at the breakfast table? I'm like, no. <laughs> 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 
Everyone just goes quiet. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, one thing we have to um, consider as well is the number one seed. And, and, and listen, I know the schedule looks a little. It looks. It looks out of the Celtics' reach. But, but the fact that they're facing Toronto twice, they're three games behind for first place. It is possible, as what's his name mm. said in uh, Dumb and Dumber. So. There is a so chance. you're saying there's, there's a, a chance. Oh, I fucked it up. Yeah, because that was awful. Yes, that wasn't even fucking close, Sway. <laughs> you just said so. There is a chance. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? So you're saying there might be a chance. Is that it? Nah. So it's like so. I'm back in the game. <laughs> no, that wasn't it. <laughs> where's no. where's that huh? from? No. no, no, that's from something. American Pie. Ah, uh, see, Sway's in these movies that just don't exist. <laughs> no. Where everyone just says regular things like, I'm hungry. Oh, wait, no, that's from a TV show. Never mind. So you're saying we're going to eat some food, huh? No. Zero chance. That what you guys No, no, no. no I'm saying, no, I, I, I agree. What was I, the question? The, the Celtics have a chance to First catch the team. Raptors. Pay attention, Sean. Seven games left. Okay. Depending on when you listen to this podcast. Okay. 1,000%. 1,000% they have a chance. Play against the Raptors but do twice. do you want the one seed? Because I'm I'm really... Oh, oh. I'm, you don't want the one seed. I, well, yo, I, I just home, always assume that... Home I, court throughout the playoffs. I always no. assume... Yeah, no, okay. I would much rather have the two seed if I avoided the Cavs in the second round. Back to LeBron again. Bruh, it's that type of year that you're, you're going to possibly see both of them. I know. I don't want to see both of them. But... Like, but, but, like, but why not though? Like, what's the like, listen? Out listen. of all years, forget next year. Forget you think, next year. For you a think, you think Kyrie's going to come back ready to go? No, but like, but, set, but, game but, one, like, second round, forty points. But you know what? Fuck it. Like, yeah, no, like, no, like team, no, no. This team and the way Brad Stevens has been doing his thing, who I think should be coach of the year, but probably won't. Again, I've 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 gone on my soapbox to say that plenty no, of times. No, I think this might be. This no, might be it's the year. not. It's not. I think this might be. It's, I don't think it's going to be, but. Dwayne Case is going to get it, bro. Best coach in the league. <laughs> even though even though you've said I it. hate Dwayne Casey. Yeah, that Dwayne and, Casey is that, a fucking puppet. That and you and you've said that like he's a horrible coach of the team. He no. <laughs> Listen. Dwayne Casey was the last the last coach to adopt the theory of I should get some three-point shooters on my squad. He was like, "You know what? We don't need three-point shooters." We're gonna win every game, eighty to eighty, eighty-one to eighty. If <laughs> I struggled with the numbers, you there. did, you did, a little bit. No, if this squad 80, was, if this squad was still, you know, Jay Crowder and, and Av Bradley, I'd be like, all right, let's see. But I don't know this year is different. No, I think the only thing it's that's different. gonna give him a little bit of a bump is this end of the year momentum. No, like Kyrie's not playing, like. Uh, Marcus isn't playing. Like, was, listen to what Jalen Brown said on SportsCenter. It was like, "Yo, we're not getting enough credit, so fuck it. We're yeah. gonna, we're riding it." No, I mean, I I love the underdog mentality. I love the fact that the Celtics like sort of feel like, you know what? They see Kyrie's out. We can't do anything. Like, I love that mentality. That's such a Brad Stevens team mentality. But like all these rallies, I even, just, even if they were even at the end of the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, like at the end of the day, if you don't have the talent in the playoffs, like the playoffs are like. You can, like, the Bulls last year had some fucking spunk. They had some spunk, and then one thing went wrong, and they were like, ah, you know what? We went up 2-0, and, and yeah, they lost that's Ronda. it. You know what I mean? Like, like you, you, lose, you lose a key part of your team. 
there's a it's very hard to win in any type of series. Yeah, but the 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 Bulls were different. They 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 caught fire in a in a bottle like at the end of the season because Hoiberg decided to be a coach. But this time around, the Celtics they've shown this all season long. They've shown it all season long, and now they're showing it at the best possible time when they're at their weakest. Yeah. See, no Haywood. No Irving. No uh, Marcus Morris. No Smart. Like, come on. Like, yeah. No. I mean, I mean, I. This is. I, this is like, I when, think it's good to see the young guys. Like, it's producing, great to get, but I just, I just don't. But the last the, thing I want to do is trust any. I don't want to have. I don't want to see Rozier with the ball and be like, oh, yeah, here it is. He's going to hit the game in the shot. No, I don't want that, man. I don't want Tatum. Tatum has not shown me he but, has the ability why, to take why, the game listen, over. Listen, but why not, though? That's how you gain experience. Let them go up against had, Cleveland. Had, Let them go up against Toronto. And then next season, another year later, with Hayward and with a, a healthy Hayward and a healthy Irving, this team will be Something something completely different. So you're calling this year a wash? I'm not calling this year a wash. All I'm saying is, let's just see what happens. Why is everyone like, nah, they, that's it. You know, it's done. Like, fuck it. Just, just wait for next year. Like, I'm not saying they're going to win the championship. I'm not even saying they're going to come out of the East. Fuck it. I'm not even saying they're going to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. All I'm saying is, just let it ride. Just let's see what happens. So what the fuck? Enjoy it. Enjoy what? the fucking, enjoy, enjoy no. the ride. Then what, they're not going to get shattered on. I guarantee you that. They're not going to get, they're not going to get swept. They're not going to get blown out by 20, 30 points like the last year Celtics did in the playoffs. That's not going to happen with this team. Mm. All right. Well, speaking of the schedule, Sean, it's been a while. I know you must be a little bit rusty. I've seen you scrambling to try to uh, look up the upcoming Celtics schedule. You guys hear it, right? You can hear the scrambling through the mic. I heard him like rubbing one out real quick. (laughs) Oh, Oh, Jesus Christ, man. That's where your focus is right now, Sean? Jeez. Come on. Pay attention. Put it away, man. Put it away. All right. Sean Dutra's. When you look ahead. Let's look ahead. Oh. So. <laughs> okay, Andre. <laughs> <laughs> Raptors, Celtics, Saturday, 7.30 p.m. Last day of March. What are you doing, dude? I'm fucking watching that game, bro. Fuck that. I'm going I'm to be at the garden, dude. Oh, shit, dude. It's going to be a fucking bond burner. Crushing beers, kid, before fucking, before Scary Terry take the court. Yo, meet me at Sully's, bro. We're going to be there. going to fucking play some Papa Shot and then go into the game. Make sure you bring cash, bro, because I don't take credit cards. Oh, I always forget, dude. And then on Tuesday, Celtics play the Bucks. They travel to Milwaukee to play the Bucks. So those are two back-to-back playoffs teams. Followed by a b- what the hell? Holy shit! We got a little bit of a dandy going on this week. What happened? You get Sunday, Monday off. Then you got a Bucks Raptors back to back away away Bucks Raptors. That means back to back. Those are back to back. Oh, away away. That. There's not a home and away. There's not an away at home. You're oh, on the road back to no. Oh, wow. It's a Tuesday. Went. That's what I said. Whoa, for yeah. man. What? It's probably that. not going to happen. But this, if the Celtics were to win both, then man, the number one seed's right there. I thought, but I thought he was probably reading, not going to happen. I thought he was reading his calendar and saying, "Fuck, I got a fucking dentist appointment the same night as the guy did Celtics play." Fuck. I uh, do have to drop my car off to the shop tomorrow. Thanks well, for reminding me. Well, bro. there you go, bro. And then on on Friday, it's the pesky Bulls, man, in Boston. They start a two-game homestand, which ends on the Hawks-Celtics on Yo, come on, NBA. Sunday, 1 p.m., Hawks-Celtics. Just call it a carnival. Just call it the circus. Are you going to be at that Bulls game? Because this would be the first time you've seen your boy, Freddie. Yes, I will. Since uh, last year's playoffs. I mean, the last time they were in town, I couldn't make that game. So, yeah, this will be the first time since. Nice. Yeah, no, the Celtics, the Celtics got quite a week, bro. The Celtics do have quite a week. I mean, 
That's why I think the the number one seed is just out of their reach at this point. But no, I think if they, if they, I still if they think went, they got a couple more games, incredible wins. The kids, the kids are gonna be all right. They're gonna be all right. That Utah game though, I think that's, that, I think that might have been the most impressive win of the season. Yo, that was Brad Stevens' statement. It's like if you guys don't think I'm coach of the year, fuck you. Like yeah, after the I'm Thunder game, which I, it would, before that the Thunder game was the most impressive. Hold on, no. N- now the Utah game topped that one. Nine hold on, run. hold on, hold on. What you just said about the Celtics not being able to catch the Raptors? You know the Raptors schedule. It's like Phoenix. It Let's goes. Look ahead. Well, we, got, we, got, we got a bonus look it ahead. It goes here. Celtics. Oh, they play the Celtics, really? Cavs. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Celtics. Paces. All right. That's in my ear. I, I wouldn't emphasize Paces that way. but And then, no, but then Magic, Pistons, Heat. All, like, Magic, mm-hmm. okay. Pistons. That and last the heat. game, we might see something there. Might be I mean, a loss. Realistically, realistically. So it's the Celtics twice. And then the Cleveland, Cavs. and then the Pacers. So they got four matchups with if, playoff no, teams. So, right? so realistically, if the Celtics go four if above five hundred, if the Celtics yeah. beat the Raptors in both games, and then beat the Bucks, and the Cavs beat the Raptors, if they go, I mean, that's a realistic thing, right? You could go three and zero, and the and the Raptors could easily go zero and three because the only other game is against the Cavs. Contrary to popular belief, Cleveland is still playing for something. They yeah, don't want then, to fall the four. But then the Pacers too are playing for something too. Yeah. They have to go against the Pacers. Yeah, you're right. So those are those are not going to be easy games. No, it's and not easy Ws. No, it, Even though Toronto kind of owns play, Cleveland this year, but then they got the Heat on the counter too. They got one more playoff team. Celtics only the, have. If you're the Wizards, how do you not think about tanking to seventh? I mean, think about it. Who do you want to see in the first round? The Cavs or the Celtics? A Kyrie Irving. I would take to eighth. I think if I'm the Wizards, I'm like, oh, oh, we, can Toronto? Toronto. <laughs> we can take Toronto. We can take Toronto. I'm like, no. yo, wait. Yo, what the what, I mean, I know he's been out for 30 some years. John, John Wall, back? but John Wall against fucking John Wall, Kyrie, Kyle, Kyle Lowry. Lowry. Oh. I'll take John Wall all day. Are and then Bradley me? Beal versus Durant Rosen, man. If you have a choice and you're the Wizards, you want the the the, the, the Irvingless Celtics all day. Oh, I know, I know. But and then also if if you if you stay where you are now and 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 the playoffs, if the playoffs start today. Yeah, the Cavs in the first round, the four yeah. or five matchup. That'd be great. No, actually, no. They're six right now. The Wizards, fifth, fifth is the Pacers. Fourth, I can't even. I mean, by the time yeah, this podcast changes, comes out, it's it probably going to change. But it yeah, changes on, a, on, a, on a daily basis, it changes. What I'm trying to say is, <laughs> you're better off losing a few and and trying to uh, secure the seventh seed instead of staying, you know, where you are now, where you. But what if you this, get closer to facing a, a, a possible Cavs matchup in the first round? But what if what if you what if what you said. Earlier comes fruition and the Celtics grab the first seed. Then you're stuck playing Toronto if you're Washington. If you're Washington, oh okay, yeah, they yeah, met yeah. the Celtics. No, okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You know, you could. It's not as as. It's more or less like yeah, we could tank, but the Celtics, the yeah, Raptors are going to do battle. You just don't want to be the sixth seed if you're the Wizards. Yeah, but you don't want to play the Cavs. Th- th- that's the thing though. The, the Eastern Conference is so tight right now that there, there's no tanking. Like you, you can't like because if you try to lose, you you may shoot yourself in the foot because you don't know exactly what's going to happen on the other side. You know, like it's, exactly, it's crazy. All right. Good job, Sean. Weird, but same Good thing. Work. Same thing on West. Like the four through like the ninth seed, tenth seed even, I think. They're only separated by like three or four games. Mm. And you can't say, like, oh, I'm just gonna just fall down a little bit. No, because then you might be out of the playoffs completely. A few days ago, San Antonio was ninth. You know what's bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can I tell you what's the only, bullshit? The only thing that's different this year is that the eight teams are secure. You just don't know where yeah, exactly. what, what, what you know what's position bullshit? they're gonna be in. It's just a, the Cavs literally Play the Knicks back to back to end the season. Yeah, Cleveland. So whatever they whatever they finish at, but after the after the seventy sixes game, so they do go Raptors, Wizards, seventy sixes, 
But then the league's like, oh, LeBron, hey, you okay? Here's two Knicks games to end the year. Hmm. No, but the thing, the thing about Cleveland, Cleveland's schedule, like all year round, has been like shitty team, shitty team, shitty team, playoff team, shitty team, shitty. It's been like that. And Sounds like Amigos against- beat. <laughs> shitty team, shitty team, shitty team, playoff team. Shitty team, shitty team, shitty team. They're going to say a little pump. Sound like Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci game. Maybe that is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, you are. I, I can't I can't keep up either with these names with Sorry. these rappers these new rappers. Is that a little Zans? <laughs> and that's Sean Dutra's. When you look ahead. But yeah, their 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 schedule has been like out of the the four teams in the in the top of the East they have they've had the easy schedule, but they've lost to shitty teams. Yeah, may I ask a question? <laughs> a real question. What the fuck made it okay for anybody, especially? Like rappers to just get tattoos on their face, Mike Tyson. So when Mike Tyson did it, everyone's just like, "I'm gonna get." Oh no, no, scratch that. Tattoos on my face. Little Wayne. He started getting tattoos on his face. Or Gucci Mane. Yeah, the uh, yeah the ice cream cone. I think Little I think Little Wayne started that first though. Yeah, but didn't they just do it like subtly? No, because remember that the cover was that the Carter Three with the baby with the tattoos on Little Wayne's album. Oh yeah, that's right. That was in '08. Yeah. Yeah, it hasn't been a good decade. Yeah, it's been slipping. If that's what you're thinking. Also, what's up with the rainbow hair, bro? That I don't know. I thought the blonde thing, like the smart dude, was kind of weird. Smart guy. No, he made with Marcus Smart had his hair like that. Oh. Him and Sullinger. like fucking Odell. Odell why hasn't Beckham. anyone? They came in the media day looking. Why like hasn't Green Line Tees made a smart guy T-shirt? Hmm. I'm telling you though, is that there is the fix is in. The fix is in for Cleveland. So we got a we got a bonus, the huh? The fix is in. A triple looking ahead. You looked at that even at Cleveland's games. Good now job. we're gonna look at the Philadelphia 76ers remaining schedule. Doesn't really we affect go, us, but okay. We just go through the entire Eastern Conference, everyone's schedule. The Brooklyn Nets play the Atlanta Hawks on Tuesday, April 17th. The least important game of the NBA season. <laughs> Brooklyn's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We got one more game left, bruh. Don't call it a wrap yet. We still got playoff ambitions. Uh, eliminated. Everyone's like, God, dude, you've been out for like seven months. <laughs> ever since you ever since you sat D'Angelo Russell the first time, you have been eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, your boy Dinwiddie's still doing it. Dinwiddie has been struggling, I'll tell you that, because I spent a lot of money on DraftKings on him and Ever since he took that crown, it's been, uh, you know, go from your occasional 40-point DraftKings night to a consistent 20-22 to 22 DraftKings night. <laughs> but you're paying for 40. All right, let's get our trip around the NBA. <laughs> Jeez. All right, let's go. I was just waiting for Sean to say, well, I guess the Nets aren't making the playoffs because that's what he predicted. Um. Okay, one second. I missed on the Nets, which was a... Uh, Eighth seed. Pick. Oh, here comes the Philly talk. But I did. I did. What? No. Come on, man. What did I tell you? Philly's going to be number four. I told you Philly's going to be no, number you four. You did it. You said that the Nets would be better than Philly. That is a false statement. No, that's true. Rewind the tape. It's true. I will. I'll actually, I said the actually, four five matchup. Actually, Philly would be involved in a four five matchup. If match you want to go all the way back to last summer, you said that they would definitely make the playoffs and be like top six or something like that. So I give you that. And I said, Brooklyn's I, to the eighth. I, honestly, even on draft night, I was like, I see them probably squeezing in, but fighting for a playoff spot. Now, so I, I was, thought Markel I was, Fultz would I was have off a there. much bigger part in the season. Yeah. I will say that. I think we all did. 
I didn't expect Ben Simmons to be this good, but I figured they were going to be in another five, number number four, number five in the Eastern Conference. Okay. You, you didn't expect Mark L to just completely forget how to play basketball too in the middle of the season? No, I didn't expect that. I didn't know that Monstars are real and they stole his powers. If Poor I knew guy. that, by the way. Hey, what happened, okay. what happened with his injury, by the way? Do you know? Does well, anybody he, know? Who, his elbow? I, I don't even think he knows. That's why he didn't say anything. By the way, I watched. Uh, Phil, you got to You got to Somebody got to coach him before you talk to the, the media. Space Jam. He had the. He had this look on his face. Injury? Trailer. What? Video over the Justice League. Is it Justice League? Is what's the new movie coming out? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, that one. Justice League. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. With all the with everybody, with Black Panther and all that shit. Wait, they're in it too. Iron Man. No. No. Somebody. That's not it. Somebody dubs. It's the best, dude. Somebody dubbed the audio from the Justice League fucking uh, trailer over like cuts and scenes from Space Jam. Oh. It's amazing. All right, Joel, what we got? All right, pick man. Up, pick up your iPhone from the table. <laughs> Jesus, I'm telling you, check that shit out. It's fucking oh, funny as shit. Table. Damn. In case you missed it. All right. Uh, in case you missed it, our old friend Isaiah Thomas finally had surgery on his right hip. Something that he was avoiding for close to a year now. Why was he avoiding it, huh? Because LeBron James. Nah, because yeah, it was LeBron's because fault. Because the Celtics medical staff, old medical staff, was like, "Nah, man, you're good." It was LeBron's fault. You'll be all right. It was LeBron's fault. And Lasar was like, "Bro, I'll just massage the fuck out of it every game, and you'll be all right going forward." It was LeBron's fault. Uh, the uh, soon to be free agent is going to be out four months. The Lakers, obviously, the only team right now that are talking about resigning him, only played thirty-two games this season. So, wish him the best of luck. You know where he's going next year? Brooklyn? Nope. <laughs> I, don't know, I just felt like saying Brooklyn. Dallas. Why? They have nah, fucking Dennis. They, they're going to try to, yeah, they're going to try to mold Dennis Smith. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. There's a, there's a few All options. Right. Dallas. Plus, they're going to like. What about Orlando? Nope. They're going to make a. No? Nope. They're going to make Dirk, you know, travel through time and go back to being no, 26. I, 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 really I think the like... bigger question is, does he sign with a playoff team? No, I don't. I don't think he'll work on a playoff team. I think Isaiah Thomas is like the kind of guy that will take a rebuilding team and bring it to some type of respectability. You know what I mean? Like fight for a playoff spot. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's that's Isaiah's calling. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I would love to see? Phoenix. Yeah, I would love to see that too. Because you have a lot of young guys with 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 plenty of potential. He takes Ulysses spot. Yeah, but I think yeah you take Ulysses he's like spot. Ulysses on crack. <laughs> I don't know about that, but you take his spot. You t- you got Devin Booker. You know you got a, a, a great backcourt there. Dragon Bender, and then you got everybody else. Who's just have a they have a high ceiling ab- above them. You know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, I, don't I just think that no, I don't. I, don't I, I think Phoenix saves face, and you know they're not gonna admit that they fucked up. Right? Yeah, but you're not gonna. But but, but yeah, right now, going back to Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, but but right now, you know, they should trade for Dragic too. Listen, right now, they don't have to. Bledsoe. They don't have to pay like twenty million. They can just Brandon literally Knight, break them all back. Literally, it's going to be what we saw with Ray John Rondo. One two-year deal. Two-year with a oh, third yeah, he's, option. He's signed, he's signed a one-year deal next year. I, I, That's I what I'm saying. That. So if you're the Phoenix, why not? Give it a try. I mean, well, is I Tyler Eulis a future starting point guard in this league? I also think Detroit's in play. But what if, what if, mm. the, what if I mean, the Lakers? Detroit, what, if you got Blake and Drummond, I mean, you add Isaiah? I don't know. I think that's a... What are the Lakers? Reggie Jackson's contract is going to be coming up soon. I think they could probably move that. You know, what? What, what are the Lakers were like offering multi, like three, four year deal? Oh, they'd be a. They would be dumb to do that shit. 
that would be very dumb to do that shit. Like three like to four year deal. Dang? Well, no. So I feel like they did I think that it's, stuff. I think it would be a reduced role because he did a good job with being like a six man, like a mentor. He didn't really, you know, pout like some people would say, no, I'm not going to come off the bench. He embraced the role. But obviously, if there's a starting job out there. I think you're probably going to yeah, see Isaiah I take that over he's, coming off the bench for the think Lakers. Think about all the teams that don't have point guards. That Mozgov signing was great for the Lakers, too. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> they want to build around Lonzo Ball. They don't want a guy right behind him being like, yo, I can run this offense better than you. Right? The, South, the the Lakers are going to live and die by Lonzo Ball. That's what they've decided to do. That's at least two years. I mean, if they sign, if they re-sign Isaiah. They got the other ball, too, coming in the league, apparently. He's uh, not going to get drafted, bro. Not according to Paul Pierce, man. Paul Pierce has been with these predictions these last couple weeks. First round? No, he's just saying that he's, he, he, he's definitely getting drafted. All right, what else we got? Isaiah to the Pistons, man. I think that's where I'm going to go. It's either going to be a Pistons or That's an interesting one. Well, speaking of uh, surgeries and injuries, Joel Embiid, in case you missed it. Orbital. Going to be out two to four weeks. Suffered a concussion when he landed on his face mm. a couple days ago. Smashed his face up. All messed up. Bro, that orbital ball, man. You break that orbital ball, man, you're yeah, that fucked. Was like, that, was, uh, that was like Amari a few years back. Remember? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. like his last couple years in Phoenix. Yeah. Yep. That was brutal. So now um, Embiid probably... One of the most top five most dominant players in the Eastern Conference Too coming bad. back with a face mask. How does he do? I think he'll be all right. Yeah, I think he'd be good. Yeah. I think you're more concerned about uh, like perimeter shooters yeah. or like uh, I mean, wings. Big man, big wings man, though, that you have to be able, like, You got to be able to like swing your face around well, this to is places where, where. This is where Markel got to come in and oh, save the day, right? Oh, my man. You know they, uh, it's, that's all folks. That's <laughs> <laughs> all folks. It's a great tag. Ah. Shout out to our boy Allen. Anyways, <laughs> Philadelphia doesn't. They're again, depending when you listen to this podcast, we're recording and they're in fourth right now. They're they point wanna, five games behind Cleveland. They don't want to fall any more than where they are. It's fourth is a good spot for them because they get home court in the first round at least without Joel Embiid though. I know that's tough. That's what I'm saying. But that's why your boy's got to come in and just ball the fuck out. Well, all I'm saying though, all I'm saying though is like. And Simmons too. Because he has to continue to ball. Embiid out. is more valuable to the Sixers' chances than Kyrie is to the Celtics. But I think the Sixers with Embiid is, are not even. They're not sniffing the finals. But if they want to get to the Eastern Conference finals, they need a beat. Because if they don't, they're going to get swept in the first round. Another prediction that Paul Pierce will debate you on, because he says also that he thinks Philly can make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Without Embiid? I, I don't know. I, this is... Yeah. This is, I, this is like I this, think... This is like the same day with... This, I like, think happened, Philly but. could easily... Listen, if Philly if Philly gets the four spot, right? They go head-to-head against the Wizards in the first round, right? Yeah. Oh, well, no. Or the Pacers. Go, it could be the Pacers, because the Wizards are in That's six. a tough first-round series. If you don't have Embiid for that, you're... I'm going to... I would pick the Pacers all day. I would pick the Wizards and the Pacers over... Philly, if Embiid isn't playing any day of the week, just I love Ben. You know I like Ben Simmons and the way he's been playing. But I mean, if he doesn't have the guy to pass to, if he doesn't have a presence down low, and you're relying on Saric and uh, our boy Amir Johnson and Tony Batiste going to come out of retirement play for them. Our boy Paul was comparing this year's Sixers. Theo Ratliff's about to come down there to the 2002 Celtics, who had nothing to lose, according to him. Who was the white guy for Iverson's team? 
Matt Geiger. Matt Geiger. McCullough. McCullough. The redhead. The redhead. The redhead. What about, what's his name? Matt Harpring. 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 Harpring was a stretch four. Didn't, didn't Corver start this couple years there? Corver started. Yeah, but that there. was way after. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I mean, way out. I mean, Keith Van Horn was the best. He was the original stretch four. But I was thinking about that dude with the red hair that you said, McCullough. <laughs> McCullough. If you're if you're bringing in Amir Johnson, it's like it's like when they used to sub McCullough in for fucking yeah, Theo this, Ratliff, think, and you're like, ah, that's not good. He switched. He switched up like Matumbo's on that team too. Matumbo too. Matumbo comes out and McCullough oh. comes in. You're like. That's not even close. It was Matumbo. It was Matumbo <laughs> for for Rattler. They traded Rattler for Matumbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. McCullough. Yeah. All right. What else we got, dude? Well, congrats to uh, Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, and Yo. Grant Hill. Mm. Been elected into the Hall of Fame so far. There's going to be obviously more names, but how do we feel about Grant Hill getting in over Chris Webber so far? Okay, so and I get it. I get it. This is like the basketball Hall of Fame is not just the NBA, but I don't know college. I think no. College I think and- I think if if it's if you're talking about college, then I would much rather have Chris Webber in because the Fab Five and all the shit he did, like I know like revolutionized. Like Grant basketball. Hill was the best player on a championship team in college, but I mean, same time he wouldn't have won without Christian Leitner, right? Mm-hmm. So the uh, ultimate Chris Webber. Player. Chris Webber literally was like. Yeah, I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna be the best I can be, and I'm, a beast, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change everything about college basketball. Yeah, like yeah. I, I feel. I feel like that was that was Chris Webber. He made more of a change, but and he was one of the few like also too. He was one of the few big guys who could put the ball on the floor, spin, move. You know what I mean? Like he moved as if he was like a small four, yeah. or you know, he made Juwan Howard guy. look like a center exactly. in college, right? Right. Juwan Howard's not a center. Yeah. And in the oh, NBA, yeah, he was not. Yeah, he right. was. But he made Jawan Howard be like, "Oh, you're not as I'm the small, four, he was dude." A small right. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. And then he developed the outside shot, yeah. you know, which which obviously no, I think I think Chris Webber obviously won. revolutionized the game. Now everyone's doing that. And 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 Everyone Chris Webber had had injuries, same way Grant Hill had injuries. But I, I mean, I feel Grant like- Hill's piston early piston years were better than Chris Webber's yeah. best years. Mm. But Chris Webber was on a team that could have won a yeah. championship. That's what I was about to say. Chris, um, Grant Hill's like first four or five years in the league. They said next MJ. Even MJ said it. Mm. MJ was yeah. like, you know. Who's next? Who's next? He's like, uh, Kobe, Grant Hill. It's like that Grant guy's pretty good. Grant signs to Orlando and we don't see him for three, four years. Well, and during that time, Chris Webber was balling out yeah. in Sacramento. He was like, hey. When you did he want to go to Sacramento? Yeah, he was like, you know what? I wanted to play for the Bullets. Yeah, changed that team around completely. And then and, and they and traded him sack. Sacramento. And then that, that I'm not going to lie. Him and White Chocolate. I loved that Sacramento team. Him and White Chocolate, like Jason Williams. It takes a lot. It takes a lot for the NBA and the world to just look at Sacramento and be like, "Yo, the Kings, though." Like the Kings could be like the the sixth seed in any any playoff, and you're just like, "Yeah, the fucking Kings, they suck." They got, they got robbed in two and but two thousand two thousand and two. 2002, man. Fishy officiating. Uh, Vladi Divox, Chris Weber, Peja, Peja. Turk Luke was on that team too. You had uh, Mike Bibby running to the court. Bobby, Bobby Jackson. Jackson off the bench. Yeah, Bobby Jackson. Off the was good. bench. Doug Christie off the bench. That was a squad, bro. That was a that was like a legitimate like squad. And Devox had 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 a bone to pick with do the Lakers guys, too. Do you guys remember that preseason fight between Christie and uh, Rick? Yes, Fox? Rick yeah. Fox yeah. Yeah. punched him in the fucking yeah. face. Yeah. I just saw that video the other day. Me too, man. I oh. revisited because it, it was like. 
like I was watching something on, it was like on first 20, take on, on 22 YouTube. years ago today. <laughs> I, I don't I forget who was commenting, but I just remember I just remember they go and uh, they're like he's like calling the game. He's like, yeah, we got a foul here. And oh my god, Christy, they're in the hallway. Christy, Rick Fox, like a camera <laughs> and then guy. Shaq was injured, right? Shaq was yeah, injured. And came yeah. out. A camera guy like took took the initiative to call like him, film it. Yeah. As soon as he saw the footage. Of that camera guy in the hallway, and Doug Christie and Rick Fox are in the hallway. Like, like it was like two minutes after they had just been ejected. Oh man, that was yeah, man. That that was that's like some like WWE stuff. Right, that that shit was great, and it was it was almost like the NBA was like just wait until June, because this is gonna be the series you all waiting for. You know what? I will I will say this though. Okay, I'm gonna put this on the table. You got the one um no the the 2000 and 2001 Kings teams versus. The O two, O three Blazers teams. Who are you nah, taking? Man, the, Blaz- the Blazers were never the same after two thousand. Right. That, that two thousand Blazers no, I'm, team. I'm flipping around. Flipping around. Flipping around. Yeah, flip it around, yeah, flip yeah, it around. around. Ninety-nine two thousand Blazers team yeah. versus the O one O two Kings team. Mm. You gotta you gotta take between. Yeah, you we, know, yeah, Rashid Wallace, you got Rashid, Stoudemire, Steve you Smith, Scott, Brian Grant, Steven, Scotty Pippen. Pippen. Yeah, that was that was right after we left the fucking yeah. right bonus. after. It's a bonus. It's a bonus. Though I'm telling you, Steve Smith, Steve Smith, and Brian Grant coming off your bench being your grit guy. O'Neal too was coming. Jermaine O'Neal was coming, but he was he was not the yeah, that He point. was like 18. Yeah, he was like oh, um, yeah, you're just a magic Anthony Davis. I'm probably I, I might edge it out to. To the Blazers. Was, no, not I'm, I, the Davis brothers. No, well, oh, Dale, 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 Dale Davis. Dale Davis, yeah, Davis yeah. was on that team. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think you got to give it to Portland. Yeah, I yeah. Give it to Portland, dude. Yeah, that team Portland, was. Portland was, was gritty, and they had it too. They were up by twenty game yeah, seven no. against the Lakers. Portland oh, was gritty man. before Memphis was gritty. Like, that was that was a gritty. The Jail Blazers, bro. And then Bonzi Wells came and. Yeah. Zach Randolph came and they were just like, yeah, you know what? This is a little bit too. They traded traded Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah, too thug for us. And then Darius Miles just like, all right, guys. This is <laughs> He's like, I'm Portland Jailblazers. It was like, <laughs> he's like, I'm back, guys. <laughs> Quinn Richardson comes out. Oh. And they're no, like, no, they're like the don't, you're not even allowed in the fucking building, Quinn. <laughs> Zach Randolph showing up with his crew. He's like 30 deep. Then they then they drafted Brandon Roy. It didn't pan out. Yeah, man, no, Brand, Brandon Roy put that team back on the map, though. Yo, Brandon Roy was nice. Brandon Roy was a beast. I man. loved watching that dude play. He was he was like pure. He was he was Grant yeah. Hill. He was uh, Grant, very Grant Hill, somewhat in in a point guard body, a little maybe. shorter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he no, he was he was like six six. No, he was like six four. No, he was like six six, bro. Grant Hill was six eight, but he played like a point guard or he played like a shooting guard. He um, had the Brandon body Roy, of a combo guard, but played like a point. Yeah. Yeah. Where Grant Hill had the body of a small forward, but played like a combo guard. Uh, guys, we're so smart. This is great. Well, speaking right. of uh, <laughs> Hall of Fame. But then Scotty Pippen had the body of a power yeah, forward, yeah. but played a combo guard, but could have been a point guard in the same team as Grant Hill in any time of the week. All right. All right. All right. Well, speaking of uh, <laughs> Hall of Fame finalists. Settle down. We got a. Uh, my man here swayed to the left of what me. Did he, what did he win? Something else? Who? No, no. Yeah, what did I do? He was present <laughs> at Ray Allen's book. He was there. His book, fucking. Uh, Yo, Sway chat. Was, what the fuck? Sway what, was what do you there? call that? What do you call that? Yeah, shit? see, it wasn't. It wasn't a uh, a book reading because it was. It, it was te- technically it was called a, a night with Ray Allen. It was pretty much an interview between him and. Uh, did he explain how he got catfished? You know, he did not get into that. No, the guy he writes for. Um, 
the newspaper in Connecticut. Yeah. You walk, Connecticut people, I don't know, get mad at me, but I forgot the guy's name. But yeah, it was pretty much just a conversation. Oh, no it, name McGee. It was, it, it was, it wasn't as juicy as you thought it would be. Like, they didn't really get into a lot of this stuff. <laughs> I mean, he did talk about the whole, like, you know, dribbling in front of KG's locker and KG was just like, don't do that. And how, you know, he had to change things up a bit, but there was no mention of Ray John Rondo. There was no mention of Paul Pierce, which now, I thought were was really Now, were able to odd. ask questions? Um, see, they said beforehand that they would. But then apparently they had questions already lined up. That's for, bullshit. Yeah, questions that that's people, bullshit. People in the cross submitted. That's what they said. But that was yeah. That was what I was gonna say about the guy who was interviewing him. They they probably talked about it before. Like we're not gonna talk about this. Yeah. We're not gonna talk about that. Even though there's been a lot of shit in the news, yeah. which is why I, mean, I like the Portnoy thing. Which you, is why I like the Portnoy. How, thing. how is he gonna say that fucking Paul Pierce like took nights off? Like that's fucked yeah. up. Yeah, and he didn't bring him up at all. You know, it's funny though. That one of the parts where uh, Ronald did come up was when uh, he was talking about how the night when he broke the record, when he broke uh, Reggie Miller's record, and it was it was great because he felt the excitement. He felt like it was like a playoff so atmosphere Lakers, because of, you know, yeah, it was against the Lakers. Reggie Miller was there, national you know televised game. He said everyone on the team kept making jokes about, oh, I want to be the one to give you that assist. I want to be the one in that highlight. And, you know, everyone kind of laughed. So then some dude in the crowd just goes, hey, who gave you that pass, though? And like they kind of like ignored it, and then like as the guy was <laughs> asking questions, he goes, "Oh, oh, I heard someone in the crowd say, uh, who, 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 who gave you that pass?" And he just goes, uh, "Rondo did." Okay, uh, all right. Well, so let's talk, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Right? Like, like he, the guy was so thrown off. Like he, it was almost like he was mad at himself for bringing it up because he didn't know the answer. And then once the guy, once Ray was forced to say Rondo, the look on his face was just like, "Oh crap!" Did the whole Why crowd did I go, ask you? Yeah, yeah. The crowd was just like, "Oh," and then he just kind of ignored it. So, but that was it. That's the only time Ronald came up. Afterwards, Ray wasn't like, "You motherfucker! What did I tell you? What the hell did I tell you?" <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't know who passed the ball to you. Who do you think? I thought it was Eddie House. The fuck you think? Why I ignored the fucker when he said the name to begin with, or <laughs> asked the question? Yeah, you know, he talked about uh, I knew how much he respected shit. KG, but I'm just like, come on, I'm no. not gonna give Paul Ray. Ray. I mean, Ray Paul, is Paul was Paul was the Celtics when they when they both came. Ray is how like a Jehovah's Witness right now. That's what he is. It's very you know, weird, you know what he but he nonetheless, it, it was it was an interesting night. I, I I liked what he had to say about Michael Jordan, about the stories that you know he had at UConn, what Coach Calhoun made, meant to him. That was cool. It, it was great from a, for a basketball fan. It was really really good. I, I I thought he did a really good job. But like, if you were looking for that, go- if you're looking for that gossipy and yeah, you know stupid. quotes to walk away with for him to explain himself, you didn't get that. It wasn't that kind of night. Dumb. So it was it was good though. I liked it. It was fun. No, it wasn't. All right. I would I I don't want to hear Ray Allen just talk, like say something that I want to hear. Tell me that you fucking oh, man, hate one of the Paul greatest shooters of all time. Arguably the greatest. You're already the greatest, you're back the greatest in, shooter. Huh? I'm just saying he I'm is with, who I'm he with is. Joel over here. I'm with Joel. Come on, he is Boy. who he is. The more he opens his mouth, the more I fucking hate Ray Allen. The thing, no, but my my whole thing with him, at least lately, is like, how can I bring attention to myself? That I'm not like without bringing up the catfishing ex- experience. No, not like that. But <laughs> without without it making it seem like, oh, I want to be cool with those guys again. Ah, I tell all book the same year that we're gonna cel- that they're gonna celebrate the 10th anniversary of the Celtic championship. It's like it's like yo, I wanna I wanna be cool with those guys again. But let me shit on them on the book in the book because that's exactly what he's been saying. Like oh, I haven't said anything about those guys Pop. since I left. Paul, but I read, I wrote a book though about yeah, like how much I shit Yeah, but you know he's got to bring it up. Obviously, Paul Pierce's wants shits were the worst smelling shit. But those, that that type of book you come you come out with like yeah, people buy ten it. or people twenty years it. after you retire, not two years after. Yeah, you people retire. buy that shit, which is stupid. I, yeah, I but how many sales are you gonna get if you wait that long though? You know, it's Paul Pierce. Shit. This is the hottest this 
feud, this so-called feud, which literally is stupid because. Just, okay, wait, wait. Let I me, just think it's funny. Gonna, they, they, apparently, they apparently talk things over and they're cool now. And now I don't think they're cool at all. I think Paul Pierce is just like, wait, you wrote that? Are you serious? <laughs> I, know, right? I took nights off. Are you he kidding said me? He would have vocally be like before games, well, guess I'm not playing that hard tonight. And everyone's just like, why would you say that? It's like, it's like, <laughs> no, everyone's it's like, like, it's like locker room shit that you, that, that yeah, shit right. you keep to yourself. It's like, like, but what, why he's like, why I got so fucked up last night. Why are you so upset about that? Yeah. I thought that was really weird. What were you going to say? No, I'm just kidding. I have nothing to say. <laughs> I thought that was a good segue. I just think he's a bitch. I just Whatever's think he's turned into a out. bitch. He's turned into a bitch with his book. I don't know. He just sounds like a bitch now. Yeah, but I'm not surprised. He got Me so neither. much he got so much heat for what he did. No, no pun intended. But No pun intended. Fuck that guy. No, I'm just kidding. But I think he's a, he's the type of guy that he he wants to Do the Celtics sell his win side. if he, if he, he wants stayed? to. What's Do the Celtics up? win if he stayed? They win a championship if, the, if he stayed that year. No. And Rondo goes down? <laughs> or, like, Rondo doesn't go down? No, they, they don't. Rondo goes, I mean, Rondo goes down. You they still w- love Ray. They wouldn't, have knocked him, they wouldn't get knocked out in the first round. I'll tell you that. It's probably them again in, the East, in another battle in the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, they would have saw him. Like, he yeah. still, it's weird, but he, he never looked at that as a rivalry for whatever, for whatever reason. Good old Ray. This occasion message is brought to you by the CLNS. Oh, when you want the best. Oh, subscribe to their YouTube channel. CLNS. When you want the best. And that is it for. In case you missed it. So, fellas. All right. Guys. We're up out of here. Hey, let's um, not, we're going to do have a delay We're going to do shows more often. Don't worry, yeah. guys. Don't worry. We just took a little, Playoffs little, little break. Coming. Playoffs around the corner. You know, we got shit up Playoffs on, the, on, are the, coming. on the homepage, CosmicsGblog.com. Our pets' heads are falling off. You know, Sway's going to piss off Hoiberg again. That's oh. that's that's a guarantee. I, um, so let's, did, let's actually do this right now. Did Terry Send in Terry your questions ball? for Sway to ask Hoiberg. Right oh, now. For next Hashtag week? Causeway Street. Send it to at Joe Sway. What is it? No, at Joe at, underscore Sway. Yeah. Joe underscore Sway. Yeah. yeah. That one. That one. Send it to him. But hashtag Causeway Street, and Sway will ask the question that I pick Did to Fred Hoiberg. And if he doesn't, we can we can give him a, a swirly after. <laughs> Did Shane and post it on Facebook? And post it on Facebook. <laughs> Sway has to ask the question. Okay, I will pick it too. I will make sure if you ask how big Jimmy Butler's dick is, he's not on the fucking Bulls anymore. You just say Fred. <laughs> Fred, I don't know if you can remember, but serious question from the Twitter Nation. Hashtag Causeway Street. How big is Jimmy Butler's dick? <laughs> I would immediately lose my credential. Immediately. <laughs> Somebody's just like, hey. Uh, what does everyone say, though? <laughs> everyone just kind of just like. <laughs> you know, some people just be like. Just start bust out laughing. He's just like, you know, you're gonna have, you know, you're gonna have Vincent in the back saying, like, "What the fuck, man?" Oh, yeah. And you'd have, and you'd have, like, and, and you'd have like Chris Mannix just like scribbling a notebook, looking back at you, confused, like, "How big is the?" And he's like, "Oh no, no, he'll be, he'll be tweeting." Like everyone would just tweet, tweet it out, be like, uh, Joseph, "Joseph Pavone <laughs> of WEI." He said, asked. he said, hashtag no, they Causeway WEI. Street. Say, I know, right? They'll say. Uh, Joe Sue of Causeway Street Blog Podcast. And, you, and the best part is, is that you'll be like, hashtag Causeway Street. 
how big is Jimmy Butler's guess? And like news outlets will have the opportunity to cut out the hashtag Causeway Street or include it, and they probably will include it. So we'll just we'll just be the podcast from now on. Or not just then I think we'll really close up shop after that. No, I yeah probably. <laughs> I mean like or at least what? or at least CLNS will drop us. We could just take a chance. Sway asked it. Either we blow the fuck up and we got to talk about it more often, which. Would suck which at we one do, point. Which, no, which we do more than most people realize, but right. it just doesn't make the final cut. If we had to have like a fucking theme podcast because Sway said at a, at a, that would suck. I wouldn't even want to work for that podcast anymore. I think the uh, off the rails. I think the uh, LBGTQ community would love us. You know, people comment too. This this podcast is taking a weird <laughs> turn. Start talking about the Bruins all of a sudden, bro. <laughs> All right, we're out of here. See you guys later. Yeah, let's go before. Let's stop doing this. Later. Bye.